Greg Smith, Devon Funds Management. Good morning. Good morning to you, Mike. Well, I'm glad your expertise is here because depending on where you read it, BP have made a fantastic profit or an eye-watering loss, which is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of both, actually. Yeah, shares up uh, almost 3% in London. Uh, on one hand, it's recorded the largest quarterly loss in its history. Eye-watering. $23 billion US dollars is the amount of red ink, and it's versus a profit of $1.9 billion a year ago. Um, it's probably no surprise you know, what, what this is due to. They've taken a big hit on exiting that, uh, their Russian operations, 19.75% uh, stake in Rosneft. So that's cost them some $24 billion. And look, it's not, not an inconsequential operation there, Mike. Uh, Rosneft earned $745 million in the last quarter of 2021. But yes, investors are looking through this and looking at underlying net earnings, the story going forward. They've risen to $6.25 billion. Uh, oil and gas prices, we know they've soared. In fact, as we say, this natural gas prices have hit, uh, risen 9% uh, overnight, higher since September 2008. Um, and these, yeah, these have soared, so it's just uh, driving driving revenue, driving, driving earnings. Um, that profit of $6.25 billion was uh, versus an average forecast of $4.5 billion, so smashed that, and also the year ago of $2.3 billion. Not surprisingly, uh, it's been met by calls for a windfall tax on North Sea companies from the opposition. Boris, he's ruled this out, although saying that the UK Treasurer said last week that it was actually an option. Uh, BP, they've also gone on the front foot. They, they say they're going to pay a billion quid in taxes on their North Sea operations this year. They're also investing $18 billion through to 2030 as they look to reduce oil and gas production by 40%. Yeah, good luck with that. But uh, committing to uh, increasing renewable power generation 40-fold. So, uh, yeah, interesting dilemma there. All right, and interesting, speaking of interesting, Philip Lowe got dragged across the line yesterday. The contrast couldn't be greater between them and us, couldn't it? 25, and they're going to end up nowhere near as high as we are. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about this yesterday, didn't we? And um, yeah, that they have maintained, I suppose, throughout uh, in recent years that the currency has been a key driver, and why? And that inflation's different, but yeah, that's a that's a pretty weak argument. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they've raised uh, rates by twenty five basis points to point three five percent. I think you know this is a big step towards restoring some credibility, Mike. Uh, they had to go. Uh, they've got an inflation uh, target or objective of between two and three percent. Uh, at last count, it is running at 3.7%. Uh, they expect it to peak at 6% later in the year. So, yeah, they they really had to move on that. It wasn't actually that long ago that officials were saying that rates aren't, weren't going to rise till next year, so that yeah. tune certainly changed. Um, the 25 basis points was actually larger than the 15 that was expected by the market, and they said the cash rate's going to need to lift further, perhaps taking it towards 2.5%. Um, speaking of politics, Mike, obviously this is uh, you know, fairly politically charged. It's actually the second time that rates have risen during a federal election campaign. Uh, Scott Morrison won't like this. The last time it happened was when John Matt Howard, Howard yeah. unsuccessfully sought election re-election in 2007. Look, Scott Morrison, he's um, trying to sell the decision as a, as a reason to vote for experience and part of an economic shield and against the... Uh, cost of living uh, rising, which is fairly predictable, and he's also gone on the front foot with some uh, concessions for pensioners. But uh, yeah, the cash rate target 0.35%. Do you reckon Anthony Albanese will commit that to memory? Yes. <laughs> Very good. What are the numbers? 
So the Dow's uh, currently, we're a sea of green. We're up uh, 0.323%, 33137. NASDAQ up 0.44%, 12.591. S&P up 0.88%, 4191. Earnings season continues to go pretty well. The Expedia, that's been smashed down 13%. Uh, the travel name there. FTSE helped by BP up 0.22%. Nikkei down 0.11%. ASX 200, thanks for low. You say on that uh, decision down 0.4%, 7316. ASX 200. Gold up. 8 bucks, 18.71. Energy markets on fire, as I mentioned, with gas, but uh, oil was actually lower, down to 2, 2 bucks 50, 102 spot 60. Big move in the $8 yesterday, Mike, on, on that denouncement. Uh, this is the Kiwi, uh, 90.69, 60.32 against the US for the Kiwi, that's flat. Flat against sterling, 51.44, 61.11 against the Euro, 83.09 against the Yen, also flat. Just back to the NZ50, that was down 0.92%, down 108 points, 11.6%. Seven five, and we've got the RBNZ stability report uh, due amongst other releases. All right, mate. See you tomorrow. Catch up. Um, catch up then. Greg Smith, Devon Funds Management, this morning.